This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Dude to Bet Sports for Thursday. Papa Dude, we've got a lot going on, man. How excited are you for these college football games coming up? Oh, I can't wait. I think there's going to be some really good, and I'll watch them all. You know, I'll see. I mean, I'll watch like the MAC championship. I won't watch all of it, but I will definitely tune in to see what's going on. There's going to be some really good games, and who knows what's going to happen. Who's going to get beat? Somebody will. Somebody will for sure. Speaking yeah. of getting beat, how about Arkansas fans? They got something to be excited about. Their basketball team beat Duke last night. That was a good game. I didn't watch much of it, to be honest. I watched the last of it. Uh, pretty good game. Pretty good oh, game for the Razorbacks. It was. And we watched them the other day uh, when the family was here because they are big Arkansas fans. They got beat that game. But you could see they got talent. They're, they're athletic. They put it all together last night. We've seen Arkansas beat teams in Bud Walton Arena a lot, and that's a tough place to go play. <clears throat> I don't know how good Duke is. Um, I'm sure they're pretty good, but they got them last night. A big win for the Hogs. Huge win, and, yeah, everybody's feeling good. We'll talk about more Arkansas stuff in just a minute. But let's get to the games. Let's do this first here. We got 10 conference championship games. Like you said, you're excited for almost all of them. We'll kick it off with the Conference USA Championship game. Now, you may say, ah, who cares about this? I actually am really looking forward to this one. New Mexico State, 10-3. and three, They are on a roll. Remember, they went to Auburn and won just a couple of weeks ago. They take on Liberty, undefeated Liberty, 12-0. and 0. They finally get ranked. I think, uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the last unbeaten small school, right, is Liberty? Yes. Yep. I think how many are there five left or are there six? Yeah, there's five. There's Liberty and then the big four that we'll okay. talk about. Right. Um, Liberty is 11 and a half point favorite. The game is is at home. They play these games, these, some of these smaller ones, they'll play them at home. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Yeah, they play it at home. So they'll, they'll get a decent crowd. Um, so, yeah, they're undefeated. They're now ranked number 24. And playing uh, a team that no one knows much about, unless you're junkies like us, came out of nowhere, won 10 games. They're on a roll. They're playing great. Uh, slaughtered Auburn at Auburn. Why can't they win? You know, I, I think the points are too many. I, I think Liberty's going to win. But I think the pressure of being undefeated, um, New Mexico State's on a roll. 11 and a half. I think it's too many. I think Liberty's going to win, but I'm going to take New Mexico State in the points. Give me a New Mexico State plus 11 and a half. Yeah. I think New Mexico State's going to beat them. They might. They. I think they're playing so well. I. I you know, they go. They have to go on the road, and that's not going to be easy, but they did go to Auburn and win. Yeah, what's, so yeah, what's the difference? I mean, that, that's not going to bother them. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll bother them. Maybe Liberty wins. I just think with the points, you take New Mexico State in this one plus the 11 and a half. I, think, I, I, think I, I really team. like it. Yeah, you got a team that's playing really, really well. Uh, so is Liberty. But does that undefeated bother them a little? Is that a little bit of pressure? Uh, are they in line for a big bowl? They're not, right? Because Tulane would probably get that, right? Mm -hmm. From the how to, what is there one spot available in the New Year's Six Bowls for Correct. the 
Yep. Best uh, mid-major, whatever. Now, if, if if Tulane was to lose, we'll talk about that in a second, maybe yep. Liberty could sneak in there. Yeah. yeah, so they do have that on the line as well. Um, so the pressure may get them a little bit. I do think they win. I think they're a little better. But I think New Mexico State's going to throw a scare into them. All right, we're both going to New Mexico State with the points in this one as we kick off the weekend. Now, the big game on Friday, obviously the Pac-12 championship game. This is pretty much, unless something incredibly unforeseen happens, this is pretty much a win and you're in for the playoff here. Number five, Oregon. Number three, Washington in a rematch. Now, a couple things. Washington was the winner of the first matchup, yet they're nine and a half point underdogs this time around for the Pac-12 championship. Mm -hmm. Who you got in this one? I think this is going to be a a good one. It's in Vegas. Um, Oregon... After that game, when they played before and Washington beat them, Oregon's played better than Washington has. And that's why you got a nine and a half point line. Uh, so you got a rematch. And and you say the winner's in. I agree. Yeah. I think they are too. And we'll get to something in a minute I want to talk about when it comes to Ohio State, you know, why they aren't being considered as, as well. If I want, anyway, we'll get to that. Yep. Um, do you think nine and a half is too many? It's a lot. I'm trying to sit and think. A lot. Oregon has been much more impressive than the Huskies. Yep. But the Huskies have won. They've yep. figured out how to win games, and there's something about a team like that that you got to respect a little bit. And I, I don't think they're playing great. Um question their quarterback some i think he after what he did the other night at the end of that game and he wasn't hurt or anything that's pretty weird Weird. in case you didn't see that you need to go back and look at it i think nine and a half is begging you to take oregon maybe i'm not going to do it i think washington's going to play them closer than that i think oregon's going to win but i think washington's going to come up with a good game plan and stay with them I feel like we're, uh, Washington has just been begging to get beat for so long. And they, they to their credit, they haven't. They've they been able won. to survive it. I don't think they're surviving it again. I'm going to go Oregon. I think I'm going to take Oregon minus the nine and a half. I think they're awfully good. I think they're awfully, awfully good. I, I think I'm a huge fan of Dan Lanning. I think he's done a great job. He has. I think he gets it done here. I, I just feel like Washington has been fading. Again, I want to give them a ton of credit for holding on, hanging in there, getting a 12 and 0. Really impressive. Maybe they they do it again, but I don't think so. I think Oregon's going to going to win this one. Give me the Ducks. All right, let's go to Saturday, the Big 12 Championship game. Texas 11 and 1, Oklahoma State 8 and 3. Texas is a 15 and a half point favorite. I don't give Oklahoma State any chance at all in this Shouldn't. game. No. Nope. Um great coaching job they 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 won some games they probably shouldn't have um i was listening to a guy today talking about they had the easiest schedule of anybody in the big uh 12 Mm -hmm. they didn't have to play texas in the regular season yeah Uh, they they never had to play a game in the state of texas yep except houston which arguably is the worst team and they should have lost (laughs) and they should have lost yeah uh, so they're fortunate to be there, but they still won the games they had to. So I'm not knocking them at all. The last couple of weeks, they have not played 
well at all. Uh, the only thing about Oklahoma State, when you count them out, is when they play their best. There's something about Gundy and how he gets that team ready. When you count them out, they play well. Yeah. Texas has struggled as well. They did blast out of it last week against Texas Tech and slaughtered them like we thought they would do some of these other teams that they haven't. So they have a tendency to play down to their opponents some. 15 and a half is a lot of points. I don't usually take a team like that, but I'm going with Texas. I think they're going to kill them. I think it's going to be – I agree. You, you think about what Oklahoma State does well, <clears throat> that's run the football. They shouldn't be able to run it much on the Texas mm-hmm. defensive front. It's pretty darn good, and I think that's going to be the big key. I think Texas gets them here. Uh, I think it should be a pretty – pretty – ah. Yeah, pretty easy win, I think. I, I I think sometimes you get in these situations, you get a little scared. I kind of think Texas just kind of takes control, and that's it. I think they'll win pretty easily. So we're on the same one there with the Longhorns. The MAC championship game, Miami of Ohio and Toledo. This is going to be a pretty good game. I mean, probably people did not follow these two teams all that much right. during the year. Pretty good teams here in the MAC. Toledo, an eight-point favorite. Who are you going with here? Uh. Toledo's the class of the Mac. They're in it almost every year. Miami has a great tradition. I don't like the way they've played. I think Toledo is better than they are. Where is this played in Detroit? Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't matter much. Uh, I'm going to go with Toledo to cover. I'm going to go Miami of Ohio. All right. I watched the first time these two played. It was a pretty competitive game. I think eight points is a little too much. I'm going to take Miami of Ohio plus the eight here. Um, I think this will be a good game. People may laugh, be like, all these good games, you're talking about the Mac. I think it'll be a pretty good game. So I'm going to take uh, Miami of Ohio plus the eight. All right, uh, Boise State and UNLV for the Mountain West Championship game. Boise State, a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. Who you got? Yeah, I don't think anybody projected one of these teams to be in the Mountain West Championship game, and it ain't Boise State. Correct. (laughs) Here comes UNLV out of nowhere. uh, Won nine games, probably hadn't won nine games in the last five years put together. Had a tremendous season, but they're coming off a loss. Mm -hmm. San Jose State beat them in their last game. Don't know if anybody's kept track with Boise, but they have been playing great. I think they fired their coach, didn't they? And I don't think they've lost a game since. They have not. Yes, correct. And they're rolling, and they're beating people pretty bad. I think UNLV's coming in at a bad time. Now, the game's in Vegas. How many UNLV fans are there? I I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm willing to bet Boise may have more there than UNLV. I don't know how they draw Mm -hmm. in Vegas. I just don't know. I know the basketball team did whenever they were really good was a big deal. I don't know about the football. I'm going to throw out that home field advantage or home advantage. I think Boise's going to beat them. I think they're playing better than anybody in the Mountain West right now. I need Mark on here to tell me what he thinks. <laughs> but I'm going Boise State to beat them. Boise State, uh, I'm going to go UNLV. I think they're going to plus the two and a half here. I'll take UNLV. I think they – listen, this is a huge deal for them. If they could it get is. this win, wow, right? Um I don't know. I think they're going to beat them. I, I think they'll play a really inspired game. You're right, though. Boise playing very well since firing the coach, so we'll see if that continues. No, All right, they? the game of the day, I, without any doubt. For, if I was looking for a head coach, mm-hmm. I'd be looking at the guy at UNLV. He's failed at Missouri. Um, 
that's going to be a bad thing yeah. on his resume. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would be too, but you, you do look, he, he did yeah. not do well at Missouri. So we'll see what happens there. All right. SEC championship game, Georgia and Alabama, the game of the day, the dogs, uh, Georgia, six point favorite here against the Crimson Tide. You've kind of said the last couple of weeks, you think Alabama might be able to beat them. But after that Auburn game, I mean, do they bounce back? What do you think? Who are you taking in this one? Yeah, I was all over Alabama until that game. And I cannot take them now. I can't. I, I watched that entire game. They got manhandled. They They should have lost. Yeah. They got whipped. Now, okay, I'm going to take in consideration it was a rivalry game, and it's it is a a game we talked about it. It's a lot like Oklahoma and Texas. You you literally can throw out the records. You know, you hear this all the time in rival rivalry games. It doesn't always ring true. This one it does. It's a crazy game. Yeah, but Auburn isn't very good at all. Yeah, and. I think Alabama is not good enough at quarterback to beat Georgia. And I don't know if they can stop Georgia. I don't, I don't think they will. I don't I think just they will. Don't, uh, that was the biggest thing to me was Auburn ran the ball on them mm-hmm. with a quarterback that doesn't run the ball very well. I, I, I just I can't pick them now after watching what I watched. I just can't do it. No. I want them to win. But just to throw all this into chaos, but I just can't pick them. I got to go with Georgia. I think they cover as well. Uh, Yeah, I think Georgia's going to cover. I I have not been on the Bama's going to beat Georgia train like you have uh, in previous weeks. And look, I I think the bottom line is you look at this Alabama team. I think they've done a pretty good job to get to 11 to 1 in here. Um, this is not a great team. I know after the bye, they got hot. They, they had a couple games that were much better than what we'd seen. End of the day, I just don't think they've got what it takes to beat Georgia this year. And and I, I think it'll be a good game. I think they will play their butts off. But it's going to come down to talent in the trenches. And I think Georgia's just got too much. You look at this Alabama team, they've definitely gotten better in those areas. But, boy, some of those problems started to show up, didn't they? They, they couldn't stop the run. No. They couldn't protect the quarterback. And it's just like, man, I, I just feel like Georgia is going to be able to get after him up front. So give me uh, the Bulldogs. I Listen, I'm with you. I hope Alabama wins. We'll talk about what that would mean if they did. But I think Georgia wins this game. Give me Georgia minus six. All right, SMU and Tulane. Um, this one at Tulane. So this is one of those games that they they do play at the home stadiums, the the, the top team. Um, Tulane's a three and a half point favorite. They have just been surviving. Um, they did play a little bit better. I thought last week, what do you think about Tulane SMU? They're another team that's just been getting by, yep. but they've been winning. And you know what? That just builds confidence. You just, mm-hmm. you keep winning and it just, you just kind of forget you didn't play really, really well. And you yep. just keep rolling. SMU is playing better than Tulane coming yes. into this game. They did not play in the regular season. Um, SMU is really good. Uh, Tulane did beat San Antonio last week, which was a great win. San Antonio was really playing well. Tulane handled them fairly easily before that game. I would have taken SMU, not going to, I'm going to take Tulane because they know how to win. 
these kind of games. I'm taking Tulane as well. I didn't think I would, but you just keep watching them, and it's like, yeah, they're pretty darn good. Now, I think SMU will give them a big challenge. A I, a we've, we've seen this team in person, and I think a lot of times you look at an SMU team over the last four or five years, and you get, yeah, they're all offense, and, and it's going to be a 45-35 type of game. They're a little different this year, aren't they? Their defense is pretty solid. Um, it was down in Norman when we saw them, and it really has been all year. But mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think Tulane at home, I think they'll find a way. I think they're going to get it done. So give me Tulane. Keep going here. The Sun Belt Championship, Appalachian State and Troy. Troy's a six-point favorite in another game. And, again, you got to keep an eye on these because this is another game played at home. It's in Troy, Alabama. What do you think about this one? Well, I think the Sun Belt needs to place their game at a different time. You do kind of feel sorry for SMU Tulane, which, by yeah. the way, I think will be a fantastic game. I do, too. And this Sunbelt game between App and Troy, I think, is going to be pretty decent, too. Who's going to watch it with with, with no. the, the Georgia-Alabama game going on? I guess there just aren't enough hours in the day Yeah, to, I mean, to spread these out. Because you could you try to play it on, like, a Thursday, but then you got a short week. You and can't do that. Yeah. No. Yeah, Friday's too soon, really. Really, it is, yeah. 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 So I guess it's just like any other college football weekend. A lot of these games are on at the same time. So you've just yeah. got to switch around. Now, this is this will be one that nobody will watch, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think anybody's going to watch SMU and Tulane when you're up against Alabama and Georgia for that. No. Well, no. so luckily with, with YouTube TV, I have split screen, so I can kind <laughs> of watch a little bit at the same time. But anyway uh appalachian state's been up and down but they've, they've come on lately i believe they're the ones that beat james madison uh and knocked them out of the undefeated ranks so they're playing well they're, they're offensively they're really good and they're going up against a troy team that defensively is really good i'm going to go with the home field advantage here and go uh with troy over appalachian state in what should be a really good game should be a good one i, I think i may take appalachian state plus the six in this one yeah you know, they went on the road, were able to beat an undefeated James Madison uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't think going on the road will bother them. I I think they'll keep it close. So give me App State plus six in this one. All right, the game of the day, without any doubt, right? Michigan and Iowa, the one we're all looking forward to here in the Big Ten Championship game. Michigan, a 21.5-point favorite. The total, 34.5. The total, the team total for Iowa, 0.5 I've seen in places, 3.5 I've seen in other places. That's saying they don't think Iowa is going to score in this game. Papa dude, what's going to happen in the Big Ten Championship? Okay, something doesn't add up here. If Iowa's total is three and a half, then the over-under isn't right, is it? It's weird, yeah. When, you're, yeah. when you look at the line, it's only 21 and a half, mm -hmm. which surprises me. Mm -hmm. I think here's the problem. Iowa's defense is really good. I mean, it is against Rutgers, Illinois, Minnesota, Nebraska, all powerhouse offenses. None of them can score on anybody. No. Nope. They have no offense. No. Nope. If, if, if some places you can get them at three and a half, are you kidding? Yep. I'm taking Michigan all day long. I think they kill them. I just cannot see. I might go over. I think they score 40. 
At least. I, because here's what happens. Iowa goes three and out, three and out, three and out. What happens to their defense? Yeah. They wear down. And by yeah. the way, Michigan's pretty damn good offensively. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I can't believe that line. Can you? No. No. I, I think I'm all over Michigan in this game. I. I'm sorry. I don't see how. Like Penn State beat Iowa thirty-one to nothing. Yes, um, and so that's an easy cover if you look at that. You know, if Michigan's able to just do what Penn State did, I think the only way it doesn't or Michigan doesn't cover is if they're just just asleep in this game, and well, I don't yeah. think they're going to be. Or it was played outside in a snowstorm, and it's not played outside. No, no, it's indoors. So weather doesn't matter. So. Yeah. Look at that ticket price, $34. Um, and you're talking about, I love Iowa, but they, listen, if they win, would this not be the biggest upset in years? It would be. It we're would talking be. about a 10 and two team here. And we're yep. saying that would be a huge upset. Huge. Because it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the, the, the being not ready factor yeah, that would set in a little bit. I can see Michigan not quite being ready to play. And and how would they? I mean, you know they look at Iowa. They're watching film of them. The defensive players are saying, holy cow, this is going to be easy. Yeah. Because it is. <laughs> the reality <laughs> of it is it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I just think they're going to roll them. Yeah, I think Michigan will stomp them. I, I think, you know – Samich was talking about this with me the other day. He said, I, I don't view anybody in the big 10 as actually having a, like an elite defense. He's like Michigan, like they build a resume and Ohio state built these resumes and said, then like when they played a good offense, Ohio state and Michigan, the only two good offenses in the league, they gave up points. He's like, they're building these reputations on playing these teams that don't have any offense whatsoever. Right. He said, I think it's still very questionable that like Michigan's going to be able to go shut down somebody outside of their conference. So I thought that was interesting. Obviously, they don't have to worry about it here because they're playing perhaps the worst offense uh, in the history of 10 and 2 football. I mean, I can't believe I was 10 and 2. Uh, it's been a miracle season for them. Michigan's going to destroy them in this game. Yeah, it's gonna be I, I would just say this about that statement. Other than Georgia, you can say that about almost anybody's defense. Pretty much. A good offense. Pretty much. Uh, that is college football right now. Yeah, yeah. it is. In a nutshell, there, there's not really an elite uh-uh. defense out there. Georgia might have one. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think the Michigan defense is good. I, it's not I, any kind I, of I all-timer. Yeah. And, and, and the point is valid. I think Iowa's defense is really good too, but I don't know how good it is because they have not played anybody. That Curtis has says not- Alabama's defense is a lead. I just, I don't know where don't you're getting that. So. I, I, I've watched them a lot. I, I think, I think they're good. Oh yeah. They're good. But to say that Alabama has elite defense is a head scratcher to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that that's pretty damn good to hold Ohio State to 24. I think it's good. I think they're like it's solid. Good. It's but good. Ohio State's not like they weren't crazy. Not like, no. It's not like if you held them to that team 24 last year. They're they're not like they've been. No, but I still think they're good. Like 
I'm not sitting here going, oh, Michigan's defense is average. No, it's a, it's good. It's really good. But it's I I was I didn't watch it and go, well, they are a shutdown, lock you down type of team, you know. But like you just said, there's really not, right? No. There's just not that. Team. You face a good offense. Yeah. That can throw the ball, has a good quarterback. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's hard to stop those college offenses today. Yep. Got to spread the field. You got to tackle one on one. You got to have speed. You got to stretch yourself. Yes. You make a mistake, boom, they're gone. Absolutely. And that's the way it is. Yep. Dennis asked, well, Michigan, could Michigan get to that total alone? I, I, I totally think Michigan will get 35 points in this. I game. do too. I, yeah. I would bet, I wouldn't have any problem betting the line. Yeah. And bet a bunch on it and yeah. the over. For sure. I would go Michigan. I, to me, I, I think, well, we'll get it. Well, I don't want to get to the playoff yet because we're going to get into that just a second. But I, I want to talk I mean, about Michigan. I love Iowa in this game. I mean, I love Iowa. Not in this game. Yeah. I, I respect what they do. But I heard a guy talking about it when this realignment comes up or whatever, when this the new teams come to the Big Ten, their little joyride is over. Yeah. Because they're not we, gonna have this peachy schedule. We went through their schedule though yeah. the other day. It's yeah, not it isn't too bad. It's not that bad. So all right, last one, the ACC championship game. Our buddy Dennis sitting here. Uh very excited for this one. Louisville and Florida State. Florida State, a two and a half point favorite in this game. Boy, it's a huge game for the playoff implications. Can Louisville pull the mild upset here, Papa Dude? Uh, if the truth was known, I would say the playoff committee is rooting their ass off for Louisville. So they don't have to take Florida State. Agree. And it's, you know, totally unfair, but it's kind of the facts. It is. Um, Florida State is not the team they were. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think I think you – that game last week was yeah. like, oh boy, they're they're not very good. No. Yeah, and you can say that about Oregon if they lost their quarterback, Washington if they lost their anybody. A lot of yeah, you pretty lose much your quarterback. You're not the same. Yep. But guess what? That's not Florida State's fault. Mm -hmm. It just happened. Mm -hmm. And if they win this game, you have to take them. You have to. You can't punish the players and the coaches because mm -hmm. their quarterback got hurt. Yep. You just can't. And this is the flaw of this four-team stupid-ass playoff system that we've had so long. Yep. If you had eight or 12, which they're going to next year, I think it's next year, mm -hmm. then you, you take them and you don't have a four-team playoff where – a Florida State team is probably going to go up against the Georgia team and get slaughtered. Yep. And again, everybody, it's just, I don't know. So, um, I can't take Louisville. I'm sorry, Dennis. I can't. I can't Florida either. State's going to figure out a way to win this game. I just think they are. I, I think they're going to win it. I think Florida State's going to win it. I think it's going to be ugly. I think we're going to go, oh, my God, we got to watch Florida State and Georgia. That's not going to be that fun. Either one. Either well, one. yeah, yeah, we'll get it what Georgia loses. But it's – and, again, I I seriously hate talking about Florida State this way. Oh, I Because I, I still don't think they would beat a Georgia, but when, you, when they had Travis healthy, it's like 
this is a pretty good team. I mean, this team deserves, I know they're in a weak conference, but they look pretty good. They, they deserve to be there. And now it's just like, Oh, they're not very good. And I don't know. I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm with you. I, I don't know that Louisville thinks they can go win the game. And I think that's what it boils down to. I think they're good enough. Well, I just much, don't know that they think they're going to, they're going to go do it. Right. And they're coming off a loss to their rival who wasn't yeah. very good. How much does no. that psychologically take out of you? I think it does. I'm a firm believer in that. And I, you know, had they beat Kentucky, mm-hmm. I might be singing a different tune, but they did. Yeah. And I just think Florida state has the tradition, has the, you know, the, the blue blood in them. They'll figure out a way. To win the game, uh, the key will be can Florida State shut Louisville down because yes. they're not going to score a lot of points. Florida State's not, so can they defend no. them? That's the key. Yep, that is the key, and I think I think they can good enough to make it a four quarter game. I I just think they they find a way. They're going to win late. They're going to find a way to win, and it's going to be kind of a crusher for Louisville and Florida State's mm-hmm. going to get in. But I. And I hate to say it again, I, I I don't have anything against Florida State, but man, I, I kind of hope Louisville beats them just so we don't have yeah. to, you know, have them in there. It's well, Louisville's it's had a fantastic season. Yep, a fantastic year. But I don't think they're the second best team in the ACC right now. Mm-hmm. They have been over the course of the year, and I have no knock on them. They they've exceeded anything I thought they would do. They've had a great season. But so this is think, Dennis says that that Louisville hasn't been afraid of, of Florida state since we beat him a few year year ago when they were really bad. Here's the deal. It's not so much that Louisville is afraid of Florida state. In my opinion, it's the fact that Louisville is never in this situation right. where they could go win a massive ACC title yeah. game. Yeah. If That's... they can, I mean, it it's different. It's different for a program. That's just not there very often versus one that is. And right. My fear is they won't fully go in there with that, that expectation of we are going to win this game, period, yeah. right? I just think they'll be a little bit unsure of themselves, and I think that's not a knock on really Louisville. It's a knock on just the fact they haven't been there. Right. So. And I think the other aspect of so much in college football goes in the emotion of the teams. Right. Florida State. It's going to rally. They're going to rally around this. Yep. And sometimes when you've got your backs to the wall, like they do, other guys step up and make plays. Yep. And we see this a lot. They have everything in the world to play for. Mm-hmm. And Louisville does too. They don't win the ACC championship very often, but they ain't going nowhere except to a, 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 a good bowl game. Yep. And, the other thing is, there, again, I keep pointing to this, that wasn't just any old team they lost to last week. That took a lot out of them. Yep. And they got to get back up and play a bunch of rabid dogs. Yep. And that's what Florida State's going to be. And I just don't think they'll beat them in the end. I don't. Yep. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, who's a better team, Florida State or Kentucky? Oh, Florida State, yeah. And Louisville just lost on their home field to a team that's worse than Florida State. So it's hard to be that confident. You know, 
And I get one game to the next. You can't compare scores. You can't do this. No. You can't do that. I get it. I understand it. All of it. I totally understand. But still, I Louisville, that was a bad loss. And and I just don't think they're ready to do this. But we'll see. Florida State without their quarterback, not not great. Without they're, any doubt. they're very vulnerable. Yep. All right. Now let's go to playoff uh, scenarios. Okay. So I've got the, if you look over on the left here, that is the college football playoff ranking. We're still in a 14 playoff this year. Next year, things will change. We'll have different discussions. However, let's talk about what could happen with this. Because uh, I think things could get interesting. So scenario one, mm-hmm. for, let's, let's, we're going to just assume Michigan is winning in all these scenarios. Okay. Of the, of the big, big, big games, that's the most sure. So we're assuming Michigan wins. And we're also going to assume whoever wins Washington, Oregon is in. So th- those two, we're not approaching what happens if that isn't the case because that's to me that's 99.9 sure all right let's say georgia goes ahead and wins but then florida state loses okay mm-hmm. so the assumption would be georgia michigan winner of washington oregon florida state loses ohio state or texas who gets the fourth spot ohio state right now is ranked ahead of texas Texas does have the extra game, the Big 12 championship game. If they were to win, would they jump over Ohio State for that four seed, or would Ohio State get the four? Well, I hate Texas, so I'm biased. Uh, But if I didn't hate Texas, I would still make a huge claim for Ohio State. Okay. And I've had ever since they lost to Michigan. Yeah. If Michigan is number two, and a lot of people think they're number one. Mm-hmm. Some people do. Mm-hmm. If they're that damn good and Ohio State played them to within six on their home field and had a chance to beat them, how can you punish them that much? Yeah. I just don't. I, I don't. Again, I feel I'm not a Ohio State fan at all. I hate them, but I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for them to, to have done this and had to go to Michigan, played well, and lost a close game. And they're ranked six. Mm-hmm. They, because of the rules in the Big Ten and because of what division they're in, they cannot play in the in the conference championship game. Yeah. They're not on the other side. Wouldn't it be nice to have Michigan and Ohio State in the conference championship game like it should be? Yeah. But they can't. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to reward Texas – who has one good win, mm-hmm. period. They beat Alabama. They play – they have not beat anybody else. The only other team on their schedule that's very good is Oklahoma, and Oklahoma beat them. Yep. I don't think they jump Ohio State. Not in my book. Okay, so you think Ohio State would get in under that scenario? I don't know. That's what I would do. But I – if okay, let's say Texas beat Oklahoma State 50 to nothing. <laughs> I yeah. think they, they probably will take them and punish Ohio State for not being in the a championship game when there isn't a damn thing they can do about it. Yeah. And that, it, that the bad thing for Ohio State is they're the second best team in the conference and they're not in the game because of right. the way it's set up in the Big Ten. That's so that is fault. Yeah. That's that is a thing. Uh, you know, I think Texas will jump them. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I think, I think the into the day. Close. Okay, I think if it's close, they won't. 
Okay, that's probably yeah. If they play an ugly game and win by three or seven, maybe yeah. not. I think if they win by what we think they're going, I think if they cover the spread, let's let's play the spread. Yeah. The spread's fifteen and a half. Right. If Texas wins by right. let's say seventeen or more, I think Texas is going to jump them, and I think Texas is going to be the fourth seed. Just because they beat an Alabama team in the second week of the season, I, I just feel like they're still. I, and again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just feel like. They will get there. I, I don't. I just one? feel like they're not going to leave a conference champion out. How about throwing this in there too? How about uh, just having new blood in the in the four team playoff? Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of old news to have Ohio State in there again. That could be. That could be the case. Um, so yeah, I I think Texas gets in. You think Ohio State gets in? That's going to be a huge debate. No, I didn't say that. I said I think Ohio State should get in. Well, what do you? I'm saying what will happen, okay. not what you I think. think if Texas happen. struggles, Ohio State gets in. If Texas okay. is impressive and wins the way they're supposed to, I think they'll jump them. Okay. All right. Now, scenario number two: Georgia, or excuse me, Alabama oh beats Georgia. <laughs> okay, so Alabama beats Georgia. Michigan okay. wins, obviously. Pac-12 winner is in. Florida State wins. So then. We're assuming it would be Michigan number one, Pac-12 winner number two, mm-hmm. Florida State three. Who is four between Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, and Alabama? Do we even have to discuss this? Do you think it's Alabama? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, there ain't no way. Even though Texas beat them head to head, they would have the same record. You think they're taking Alabama? No, we'll throw that scenario out because (laughs) that happened way back in week two. But if Texas gets in, it'll be because they beat Alabama in week two. So, no, Alabama is in. And guess what? They should be. So, in that scenario, I think they should be in. So, in that scenario, I think Ohio State has zero chance to get in. It will be between Texas, Alabama, Georgia. I'm with you. I think they'll go well. You know, Alabama just beat Georgia, so they're out. Yeah. And it's going to be between Texas and Alabama. They have kept Alabama below Texas this whole time. Yeah. I think it would be really interesting if Alabama jumped them in the last poll. That would I think Texas would be Okay. How about this? They would throw a fit. How about this? Georgia's won what twenty-eight in a row. Yeah, I know, and they would be out. And They're I, the two-time defending national champion. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't they be the fourth one? I feel like they have a strong case, but I don't think they would. There's be. no way they're going to let them in there. <laughs> no, I, I, and I don't think they're leaving the SEC out. And so I, I think Alabama's going to get in under that scenario. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, Texas, but I'll be shocked if you get in over an Alabama team that beats the two-time national champion, defending yeah. national champion, that's won 28 in a row. Yeah. I I think I think you're right. I think it's going Michigan, Pac-12 winner, Florida State, and then probably Alabama would be the fourth team. All right. That would be One more. Yeah, to okay. me, not, not to me, that is the biggest nightmare scenario out there. Yeah. If that happens, this would be the second biggest, and I don't think I don't think it's near as bad. Alabama beats Georgia and Florida state also loses. So then it opens up another spot. So then you'd have assuming Michigan, number one, PAC 12 winner, number two, who's three and four in that scenario. 
Oh, that would be fascinating to see what these dopes would do. Because you me, got <laughs> you got to a me, one, okay. Florida well, State is out for sure. Florida State, one hundred percent out. Yep, yep. Uh, then it would be between Alabama, right? Georgia. Yep. Ohio State. Yep. Texas. Yep. That's it. And Washington. Well, they're Washington. They're out. Them, they're out. They're totally out. Who cares about them? Yeah. They only went 12 and 0. Right. But they're, they're not going to make it. Not they even consider win. them. They would no. not even consider them. No so, chance. No. Washington, Florida State. Goodbye. Yep. Uh, Ohio, well, I tell you what, you got three blue bloods here to pick from. To me, it would be between, I don't think Ohio State's getting in that scenario. To me, I think it's Texas, Alabama, or Georgia. Pick two of the three. Yeah, that I, that would oh man, that would be interesting. Me, Alabama's definitely in. If they I do. think it's I think it's Texas and Alabama. You think they take Texas over the defending two-time national champion winner of 28 games in a row just because they beat Alabama in week 2. I think it's I think it would be. Yep. I think you're probably right if they're impressive in the Big 12 championship game. Yep. I mean, Which let's again. let's face it. If if Alabama beats Georgia, the chaos is there. It, it's going to start, and yeah. they really need Florida State to lose if that yeah. happens, because then you got two slots instead of one. If it's one, that's even worse. That is going to be crazy. And again, so, it, yeah. it, this shouldn't even be discussed. They should have twelve team playoff. I think sixteen would be fantastic. I'd be satisfied with eight. <laughs> right. Because if yeah. you're fighting over the eight spot, you're probably not good enough to be in there anyway. Well, I mean, if there's twelve, let's say, in Oklahoma sitting right there on the border, yeah, what do I, what am I going to say that they left us out? I mean, we oh, lost right. to Kansas and Oklahoma State. For, I no, mean, I, can, like, I, I have no it. argument. But if we're if we're sitting up there, say we're flip flopped and we're up there eleven one where Texas is. Well, now you're 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 trying to get into that fourth spot. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different conversation. Whole different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So of the teams that are ranked in the, the that we're talking about, okay, let's go another way. These eight teams we're talking about. Who of those eight will throw out Florida State because they're not what they were? Yeah. Who of those eight would Texas beat? Um well, Alabama, you'd have to say. They ain't gonna beat them now. Uh you'd still have to say beat them. Uh no, but that was week two. Could they beat Washington? Maybe. Yeah, I think they could beat Washington. I think, like I said, Florida State. Um, yeah, I, I they would be three. I think they would be two or three of them. I, I think I think Texas Ohio State would be a great game. It would. Yep. But let's watch it in a bowl game. Forget it. Yeah. No. And I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just don't think Texas is top four. So next week, what we'll do. Once we know the actual official, here's the final twelve. We'll look at what would that be like if the if the if they oh. expanded to twelve this year. What would it have looked like? It'd be awesome. And I'm assuming de- if you go to twelve, the top four get a buy. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Five. Five versus twelve. Six through eleven, yeah. and so yeah, on. You'd have Oregon and Oklahoma. If you went to, with well, again, the- let's wait. No, let's wait okay. until it's finalized because I don't want to talk about stuff that isn't official. Yeah. But it but, would be fascinating. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
and I'm with JL. I, I just, and I, I, I think it was Curtis was saying, "Oh, this Alabama defense is elite." I don't get the love for this Alabama team. I just don't think Texas is that good. I don't think Alabama is either, and I think it's pretty obvious because Texas went over there and just murdered them. So at Alabama, so yeah, I I, I just don't think. I, I don't think you get past the first six, and 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 number four, Florida State, a yeah. healthy Florida State. Yeah, I think those six are pretty legit. I would agree. I think I think the Texas team and the Alabama, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, they probably all are in that second True tier. There. Penn yeah. State's a fraud. They shouldn't be tenth. Hell no. We'll see. You know what? I, I think I think Saturday is going to answer the Alabama question one way or the other. If, if they're good enough to go up there, if if they're good enough to beat them or play them close, so this I was wrong. Right? They're they're really good. Yeah. So after I watched them against Auburn, I. My mind has been changed. A See, lot. okay, the Auburn thing was what it was. It wasn't good, right? No. However, it's one game, and, and through a season, you're going to have games like this. My problem with Alabama is I've seen them four times almost lose to teams that they never lose to. Yeah. One of them being Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas could have beaten Alabama easily like they were in the game they had a great chance arkansas shut them down i mean in the second half alabama didn't score so it's like yeah they're not that good and and then the other yeah the 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 south florida game yeah but okay i know what you're gonna say yeah quarterbacks and this and this and this it's alabama versus south florida Right. They should be able right, to you turn around. Texas had kicked the shit out of them. You got me. Well, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, this is this team has shown four or five times they aren't that good. Right. But can we say the same thing about Georgia? No, they only really. beat Georgia Tech by eight points. <laughs> They've had some games where they haven't. Name a game you thought. Uh-oh, Georgia may lose this game. Well, Missouri had him in trouble. Okay, there's one. I'll give you that one. Who else? Well, I mean, the others have just been too close, you know? But have you ever thought they were losing other than once? I think they were going to lose. All year, you thought they might lose once. Yeah. Alabama multiple times, including having to convert a fourth and 31 at Auburn. I mean, that was I, I thought Alabama was beat. Now, again, you got to give them credit. They won the games, and that is that is impressive. But- I think – I think Auburn lost the game more than Alabama won the game. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. The Alabama or Auburn lost the game. I agree. I agree. He gave the game to them. You still have to go make a fourth and 31. He made a, I mean, Milrow made a beautiful pass. He did. I mean, he did. It wasn't, he, the guy was open, but it's not like he was standing wide open with nobody around right. him, you know? Yep. I don't know. I just, again, and hell, Saturday I could look really dumb, but I just, I just don't think Alabama's that good. I just don't. Let me back up. For Alabama standards, they're right. they're not what they normally are. Right. That's still really good. I'm not saying oh, this yeah. is a bad team. I'm saying I don't play them. No, I think Alabama would beat Oklahoma. I'm not sitting here saying that. I'm just saying, for what they normally are, I don't think they're at that level. And for the record, 
I'm pretty relieved we ain't playing Texas this weekend either. <laughs> well, I, I yeah, I, me too. Same. All right. Um, let's move on to a couple other subjects I wanted to get to. Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to, I really wanted to touch on Arkansas's offensive coordinator hire, Bobby Petrino. Yes, that's right. Bobby Petrino is going back to Arkansas as the offensive coordinator. I will say this. It has ignited the fan base. They are excited about it. Uh, I got pictures from two of my friends that were at the Arkansas Duke game last night. Did I get pictures of the basketball court? Nope. Pictures of the boxes. They were sitting right right below Pittman and uh, Bobby Petrino. So, Petrino back to Arkansas. What are your thoughts on this one? God. <laughs> okay. Your friends probably don't fall in this category. This is the land of the conservatives where family, <laughs> family values and morality is what we're all about. Right. Well, yes. you have a governor who's, that's all she's, uh, it's awful. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's, all, it's, it's the middle of the country. This is middle uh, America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where we're morally right and, you know, right. everything else is wrong and all this. So, it, 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 it pertains to everything but football. In football, you can do whatever you want. We got to have you. You know, we, we got to hire you. Okay, this is a guy who openly cheated on his wife. The university knew it. The university told him to quit. Mm -hmm. And he continued to do it because he's above the law. (laughs) I don't know. That sounds like somebody else. But anyway, he's above the law. He gets caught on a motorcycle in the Ozark Mountains, (laughs) nearly kills himself. (laughs) And... And the fan base down there goes, we can't fire this guy. He's went 21 and five the last two years. Yeah. Come on. They had to fire him. Yeah. And now, what's it been, 10, 12 years? Mm-hmm. Okay. What has Bobby Petrino done in the 10 to 12 years? That's that's great. Yeah. As a coach. Not, not much. Not no. much. No. What do you do at Texas A&M as the offensive coordinator this year? Not much. Not much. I I would say his best accomplishment is something that people that are listening to this have no clue about. And he took a he went he coached Missouri State, uh, right. the FCS school, Missouri State, and their perennial just five and six team disasters. And he actually made them really good. Yeah, that There's was no my, doubt the man can coach. Yeah, yeah. He is an asshole. You yeah. ask anyone who's ever been around Bobby Petrino, they'll tell you that. Yeah. So that's what you've hired, Arkansas. So it's a, it's a couple of interesting things. Uh, putting aside what you just said, which you can't, you can't. No, not, you can't. I'm not saying, hey, you put that aside. I'm saying just let's talk about football. I do think it's a good hire as far as, you know. Well, yes. But as the head coach, man, that's that's going to get rough because okay. that's, Bobby that's, Petrino – is is 10 times more liked than Sam Pittman in Arkansas. Okay. If Sam Pittman is 100% behind this, I have lost all respect for him. Because if he's that stupid, what are they going to do when they start out one and four? Yeah. Goodbye, Sammy boy. Bobby, the job's yours. Now, he may be wiser than we think. 
And he might think, okay, well, let's get him in here. They fire me. I get that $15 million buyout and I ride off into the sunset. Now he may be thinking that too. Most people that I talk to who are just fans of Arkansas believe Petrino is going to be the head coach within a couple of years. There's no question. Yeah. So (laughs) Pittman, but if Pittman quits, he can't get that buyout, right? Yeah. Right? Right. He yeah. doesn't get the buyout if he just resigns. Right. They have yeah. to fire him. Correct. You talk about a guy that's between a rock and a hard spot. There Tell me go. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. You got the savior has come back. You know, he's come back to the to the to the flock. Yeah. Come back to the hogs. The yeah. Savior. And he's looking over your shoulder and he's an asshole anyway. Total <laughs> jerk. Yeah. Arkansas fans, he is a jerk. You ask anybody yeah. who's ever been around him. And everywhere he's been, they can't stand him. The only place that like him is you guys. He well, I that's not really true. I he is he's the fans like his success for sure. Right, but they don't have to deal with him. Correct. Yeah, there's nobody so within the industry. Missouri State that are Missouri State people yeah, no. stand him. They hated him. Yeah. Yes. He's an arrogant jerk. And if you think he took this job yeah. to be the offensive coordinator, you got your head up your ass because he didn't. Well, I, I I do think he needed a job. And well, what yeah. I, what okay. basically what happened was, in my opinion, I think they kind of had this plan of like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep Pittman. People are gonna be livid. So what can we do? Well, let's bring in the guy that everybody still thinks is a hero around there, and they'll be excited again. And you know what? It's worked. A lot of them are. are... <laughs> okay. Again. I mean, I've gotten texts from people. They're like, all right, I guess I'm back on now. You know, like he, you say whatever you want about him. Most people in Arkansas are over the moon about this. Well, that just kind of shows you the intelligence of most people in Arkansas. No. I'm not going to go there. It tells you the desperation that that program. What do you, okay. To be an offensive coordinator and be successful. What do you got to have? We got a quarterback. Well, I don't think they do. Well, so he's going to have to go get one. The bottom line is you have no idea who the quarterback is going to be the way college football is. Right. So it could be. They're going to have to get one in the portal. Right. So they're banking their hopes that because 95-year-old Bobby Petrino, (laughs) he's, what is he now, 70? He's 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 got to be up there. He's coached a lot of places, yep, for a long time. I wonder why he's been in so many places. I don't know. know. Well, anyway, he's going to go into the the homes of these kids who have no idea who he is and going to just pluck somebody out. Maybe he will. But to be a great offensive coordinator, you have to have players. I would be shocked if the offense isn't a lot better. Well, it'll be better. Yeah. It will. Did, but now, you've, you've, I don't ever want to hear about you being conservative. You're, you're, you're morally, you got all these family values. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. So KJ Jefferson is probably going to hit the portals, what I've heard. Okay. So that's interesting. So there's the one quarterback they had who I didn't know if he was coming back or not as far yeah, as I, I, I know he has a year, but he could leave. I Did think he that's hit it. the portal? How can he hit the portal? They, haven't, they can't do that yet. 
Oh yeah, I mean people are get in the portal. Yeah, but They're it, starting officially, to... it's not. Yeah, but we'll see if that happens. I don't know. I to me, Arkansas needs a fresh start at quarterback anyway. I think so. So I don't think he would have been in Bobby Petrino's plans anyway. Probably not, and that's probably yeah, why. I will he's say here. this. I will say this. If Jefferson stayed and he was any good, Bobby Petrino would make him better. A hundred percent. Okay, as far as it being a wise move football-wise, yes, it's good. I Again, you, you know, I just feel like they never got over the fact that that happened, talking about Arkansas fans. They it never happened. got over it. They never got over it. <laughs> it and now matter. he's back, and you can tell they never got over it because, honestly – if Bobby Petrino got hired at Oklahoma, I I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't, wouldn't be like, oh my God, this is amazing. They hire him. That's not even what I'm talking about. Forget that shit. I'm talking okay. about as a football coach. If they hired him, yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, that's not bad. That's not like I wouldn't be. This wouldn't galvanize me as a fan of being like, oh, this oh, is great. No way. No. Be like, okay, it's good, it's good hire, but no, I, but you can tell they they never got over well, it. They so. they didn't think he should be fired for what right. he did. Right. Okay. Let's not forget the university knew this was going on. Right. And they told him to stop it. It. That's what I think they never understood fully. It wasn't so much what he was doing. It was the yeah. fact that he was doing it and they kept telling him to stop and telling yeah. him to stop. And he never did. And it goes back to what you said. The rules don't apply to this guy. That's, That's how right. he operates. Yeah. So, yeah. And do you want that? I, no. Right. So, yeah, I mean, they knew. And, and he, he said, okay, all right, I will. Well, he didn't. Mm -hmm. And they had no choice. They had to let him go. Yep. And, you know, he did a great job there. Mm -hmm. They were they were good. And you know why? He had a tremendous quarterback. Yep. Ryan Malvin was a fantastic player. Yeah. No, that wasn't his name. What was his name? Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. Yeah. That was close. Yeah. And he was great. They had and he had another kid that was really good. And I cannot think of his name. Did Tyler, he have that great running back was McFadden there. No, or... McFadden wasn't his. Okay, no. he had those receivers that were so good. Oh yeah, yeah. They had skilled people. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go back. Uh, let's go on uh, to another offensive coordinator hire. Uh, Curtis Manila brings up that he thought he has it uh, under uh, a very close source that Sean Lewis was almost the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. It didn't end up happening. He goes to San Diego State. Mm -hmm. uh, but have to say I don't really believe those rumors, Curtis, because within about an hour, Oklahoma hired Seth Luttrell and, and Joe John Finley, co-offensive uh, co coordinators. Uh, Seth Luttrell, once once Jeff Levy left for Oklahoma State, or excuse me, once Jeff Levy left for Mississippi State, it was pretty much a done deal. Seth Luttrell was going to be the offensive coordinator. And they promoted Joe John Finley. They think he's kind of a rising star in the game. So to give him a raise, they gave him that co-offensive coordinator job. What did you think of the hires by Oklahoma? <laughs> Less controversial for sure. For sure. 
yeah, uh, highly predictable what they did. Uh, yeah. The word is being preached around down there is to keep continuity, mm-hmm. keep it a good thing going. And I, I, I think they they wanted to keep it within um, to keep the staff together. I yeah. think they like where they're at. Uh, I think they didn't want to lose Finley. I think they, him and, and Lebby are best buddies. And I think they thought Lebby might talk him into going to Mississippi State with him. That's, well, these OU fans are kind of going crazy over, oh no, it's co-offensive coordinators. All that really is, is, hey, Joe John's going to Mississippi State unless we give him a raise. That's exactly. all that amounted to. Yeah. Latrell's the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. And Latrell's track record, he's been around a lot of good people. And he was a pretty good, successful coach at North Texas, which isn't very good. I think he took him to bowl games like five out of seven years. I don't think that's ever happened. They fired him. It was stupid. Oh, you snapped him up as a an, as a, an advisor or whatever they call it this year, analyst. And he was a natural to step into that role. Um, I'm I don't think they ever considered anybody else seriously. I really don't. Um, I just don't think they wanted to upset what they've got going. They've got a great recruiting class coming. They're trying to hold that staff together. And um, I just thought, I think they just did it. To, and, and he's familiar with whatever they're doing. He knows the players. Uh, supposedly he has a great relationship with uh Jackson Arnold, the five-star quarterback, they'll probably take over next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I like the hire. I think it's, I think it's good. I, I, I got to trust they know what they're doing. Well, I, as far as the Sean Lewis thing goes, and and why I, I, I just, I can't. I mean, I seriously, I can't sit here and say if that was true or false. But no, no, I don't know either. Based on all the connection that I have with the people that I follow and get their insider stuff. There, there was just never any mention of that. Again, maybe they didn't know, but they were also the people that broke the news that they hired the new offensive coordinator that they did. I I don't know. I I would be surprised, especially how they've kind of went about doing this. Um, So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was a candidate. Maybe we would have went, maybe not, not sure. I, I just think I'd be surprised. If they um, were looking outside the program at all, they wouldn't have hired these people this quick. That's just it. Levy was gone, and then the next day they had their new guy. So, yeah, so to me, uh, as now, okay, as far as Latrell, I, I honestly, I could not be more excited. I think did. he is fantastic, and I think. I I think Oklahoma just upgraded in a massive way. I kind of think they knew this was going to happen. I think Levy knew he was gone. I'll say this. When when the Oklahoma head coach job came open, Seth Luttrell was still at North Texas. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought he they need to kind of look at him. Yeah. He's a former OU player. He's a, he did a very good job in North Texas. They insanity how they fired him. Cr- just craziness that they gotta fired more, him. Got to be more to it than what was he, ever made official. He has coached everywhere. He's been he everywhere. Is. He's coaching under so many different guys. I think he's a. I think he's going to do a great job. I think they made a big upgrade there. And, I do too. And look, I, I do too. 
I think a lot of OU fans are like, oh my God, they just settled. I don't think that's it at all. I, I, I think it was a situation where they had a guy on staff that was really, really good and they could just promote him. He's he's worked there as an analyst this year after he got fired at, at North Texas. I, I think he's going to work out really well. So I think by they did some a good of the, job. By some of the things that Venables said after the final game about Levy, I think they knew he was gone. McCurtis says, as an old Miss fan, I'm stoked Levy is back at Mississippi State. Yeah. Curtis, Listen, I'll, I, I'll just I don't want to sit here and throw hate on the guy. No, I, and I, I don't either. I uh, think I think he did a pretty decent job. He did. He did. I don't think he's very I, – I, I, I don't have a lot of faith that he's going to be great at Mississippi State. Let's put it that way. I don't either. I've I, – I'll say this about him. He has no personality. No, no, he doesn't. Um, all right, switching gears. Have you have you researched the Corey Perry situation? Yeah, but I can't find anything definitive on it. Well, <laughs> there isn't anything definitive. Okay, so what are we supposed to do? To speculate? <laughs> yes, because they won't tell us. That is really weird that they won't. <laughs> now, okay, so I'm getting two things here. One, alcohol-related. Okay. I, I got that with, I don't know what, but anyway, then supposedly messing around with Bernard's mother. Correct. But the, but the GM came out and said it had nothing to do with any family members of anyone else. And he was vehement about that. Right. So if it did, he's the biggest liar there is, right? <laughs> I mean, the story came out about the mom Monday. And so Magic and Samich and I, we're the hockey guys here. And we're just, we are just having a field day. We're like, by the way, I did hear something about that. Once I got to read it, I was like, I was like, I don't know if it's true or not, but can we please just make it true? Can it please be true? I mean, that would be so good. Well, Okay. What's wrong with it? I mean, Arkansas fans weigh in on this. What's wrong with it? <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with it. Sleep with whoever you want to. You're, you know, you're a good player. So my point of this was why, why would that get you like kicked off the team? You know, exactly. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it does. I don't know. Um, I mean, you got, you got just banished. So, just done. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know. It's so weird. Like it's such a weird situation. It's just like, He's like, yeah, it's not there. I got, people are so sick. What's going on? You know, but it's like, hey, why don't you tell us what it is? And that exactly. way we don't have to speculate anymore. You're causing the problem here. I mean, it is 2023. If you don't tell people, they're going to dig in there. And, and in some yeah. cases, they're going to make shit up. So you got to tell us what happened. And I think it's 2023. You come out and you say, yeah, I slept with her and she's really good. I don't think anybody <laughs> would care. <laughs> yeah, Sylvain says they're the same age, but not, but ours. Like What's wrong with it then, Sylvain? <laughs> <laughs> they're the same age. Come on. Two consenting adults. I see nothing wrong with it. And I think the funniest part of it is they, 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 they signed Corey Perry to be like an example for, for Connor <laughs> yeah. and the young kids. <laughs> To kind of guide him. That's right. To get him through this, you know, to be his mentor, not his dad. <laughs> I think Corey got confused. We want him to be a father figure, okay, so not your actual father. <laughs> where's this? Where's the alcohol thing coming in? Where, uh, 
You got me? I haven't heard that one. Well, yeah, I read that today. The rumor there's some alcohol-related incident with a, an employee or something. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anything about I don't know wouldn't anything about the, that. Wouldn't the Blackhawks be better off to just come out and tell us? Yes. That's what they, they've it, handled. Like you said, it's 2023. We can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. I don't know, but I love the story. It's great. Um, that, that most I've been interested in the Blackhawks in a long time, actually. <laughs> All right. Um, weird. Just weird. Let's rapid fire these NFL games. I, I'm talking. 30 seconds. I haven't seconds even looked at him, so let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. <laughs> then we'll talk more about Connor Bedard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think if Connor's okay with it, th- that shouldn't be a problem at all. I don't I don't get it. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, and that's the other thing, just <laughs> as we keep going on this. I wasn't watching that night, <laughs> but I, I did hear that they took like in the middle of a game. Oh, he was it wasn't taken before off the, the game. Eye. Yes, it wasn't before the game. No, in the middle of the game, they, they took were him playing out. and they took him off the. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, now come on, it has to be something bad, doesn't it? <laughs> Gabe says maybe Connor doesn't want to doesn't want the people to know. <laughs> well, I'm thinking a lot of things there, Gabe. You may be right. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be something really bad, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, it uh, to me, like, I want I want the mom thing to be true, but I don't, I, it's got to be something else. It like, has to be something bad. It has to be something where it's almost illegal, you know, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. The other thing is, too, everywhere the guy's been, everybody just raves about his character and well, everything. And that's the other thing, like, that's not a guy you would think, no would have this coming out about him and he's he has been in it for a long time right so uh tampa yeah they they signed him and i think it was there where the coach said we may have to make him a captain (laughs) yeah it may not have been tampa but it was somewhere where they were good all right we're googling it okay (laughs) seeing okay this is all now listen this is all the blackhawks fault because if you just tell me, I wouldn't have to Google no. who this person is. But now I do. Let's see. It has to be really bad. It has to. Yeah, she's not. Or bad. they're afraid to get sued or something. I could see it. I could see it. Okay, now that I've seen her, I think that's what happened. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's again, do this. I see nothing quick. wrong with this. I mean, I don't to be just totally dismissed and cut. And they cleared waivers, right? Uh, did he clear waivers? I, I haven't seen so. that. I don't think anybody picked him up. Damn. So, he, he okay. He never does anything wrong ever. It, it's it can't <laughs> it can't be Sorry, it can't be just that. that. It can't be because if if it was just that, he wouldn't clear waivers. Somebody would pick him up. That's what I think. That's what he cleared waivers, right? I think I read that. Huh. Wow. Maybe okay. some of the hockey fans know more than I do. I just looked, researched it a while ago, but I'm pretty sure I read that no one even wants him. Well, when I heard about it, I thought, man, the Blues ought to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's pretty good. We don't have any young players that he could be messing around with. Or, you know, who would care? <laughs> We'd let him. That's like, that's yeah, it. I think so. Yeah. Okay, we got to go on. All right. Um, okay, rapid fire. Seahawks at the Cowboys. I already covered my favorites. You, you like the Seahawks and uh, to not win, but beat yep. the spread. And I like the Cowboys to cover. Yep, Seahawks to cover, Cowboys to cover. All right, Colts are a one-point uh, favorite at the Titans. All right, here we go with the good these wonderful games. Uh, yep. Indy is six and five. <laughs> Can you believe that? No. Nope. Nope. Tennessee is four and seven. Indy's favored by one point. I'm picking Tennessee. Give me Tennessee. <laughs> uh char now this is a matchup made in heaven. The Chargers oh. are at the Patriots. Oh, Somehow Staley still has a job. Pa uh Chargers are five and a half point favorites here against the Patriots. How can the Chargers be five and a half point favorites? Well, I I guess you could against the Patriots. They're the second worst team in football. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the Chargers can get up and play anybody, but who, who's New England scored seven last week? Well, nobody even knows. Like New England's probably going to start Zappy at quarterback. I yeah, think. I got to go with the Chargers, but I wouldn't bet a penny. No, Chargers spreads sure. too much. Spreads. Give too me much. the Chargers. Uh, Lions four and a half point favorites on the road against the Saints. Lions coming off an awful loss. Oh, just awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Saints aren't any good. Will they bounce back and play better? Uh, the Lions, uh, four and a half. God, I don't know if they cover that. Do you? I think that I'm going to take the Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> you got I think to, they'll cover. I don't know. I think they'll bounce back. Saints aren't very good. I'll, I'll take Detroit. Yeah, I'll hear another good one. Yeah, another another great matchup of two elite offenses. The Atlanta Falcons on the road taking on the Jets. This is the first place team in the NFC South, right? That's here. right. Atlanta Falcons, five and six. One and four on the road. You know the Jets are going to play their butts off. They always do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to take the Jets. All right. We'll take the Jets together. How about that? <laughs> All right. The Cardinals are two and ten. They are on the road taking on the Steelers at seven mm -hmm. and four. Steelers are five and a half point favorites here. I don't know how they do it. The Steelers. I, I don't this. know how they're seven and four. For some reason, <laughs> I always seem to be watching the Steelers, not even on purpose. Like, it's just like, okay, Steelers are on. They are horrible in their they're seven horrible. and four. They are really bad, but they're seven and four. They win, they win like the weirdest games. They do. Their schedule's not tough either. No. Uh, no. They're going to win this one. Yeah. Uh, I, Cardinals, they're worse. Uh, five and a half. Do they cover that? Do they ever cover? I'm, I'm going to go. Sure. Cardinals plus five and a half. Steelers win 17 to 13. <laughs> I could see it. I'm going to take Cardinals plus five and a half. I'm with you on that one. Okay. Here are the Dolphins, the probably a decent team against the Commanders. Uh, Not a decent team. <laughs> yikes. Um, Miami's a nine and a half point favorite. What do you think? That's a lot of points. Uh, golly, they did. They, they had a tough schedule early, but they've been playing some dogs here lately. Mm -hmm. uh, nine and a half on the road. That's uh, too many, but they're going to win. I, I guess I'll go Washington plus nine and a half. I don't know how. I'll take Miami. I just can't. I just can't back <laughs> Washington here. Um, 
All right, now every once in a while we get a good one, and I yeah. think this this is that the Broncos and the Texans. It's also a huge game. Two teams that are playing well. They're both six and five. Houston's a three and a half point favorite here at home against the Broncos. Can this improbable run for the Broncos continue? They played really good last week. They did. They did. They did. They hammered them. They look, and again, I think people sometimes when we complain about the NFL think that oh they're just not scoring. That's not really it. They the Broncos look like a well coached football team. They do. Like, finally, after looking like a horrible, yeah. they're pretty solid. They are. And and Houston didn't play real well coming no. off a loss. Had to shake their confidence a little. Give me the Broncos. I'll take the Broncos plus three and a half. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if they'll win. I think it'll be a close game. Um, I, I still don't think Denver, you know, quote unquote arrived or they're there or anything like that, but they definitely you watch them, and it's like, okay, they, they're watchable again. So well, they get this one. Um uh, they they really got a leg up to make the playoffs. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, they've got a good shot. I think the yeah. winner of this game is is in real good position. Yeah. All right. Now let's go back to the Drek and the Panthers and the Buccaneers. This one's in Tampa. Panthers fired their coach. They were the first to do it. Buccaneers are five-point favorites here with a win and an Atlanta loss. The Buccaneers and Atlanta will be tied at five and seven. Well, the Panthers are going to fire their coach every year. <laughs> I mean, they, they this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, the Panthers have to be the worst-run organization. Yeah. My Surely God. Tampa wins this game. Surely. I think Tampa wins, yeah. I do, too. You know, Mayfield's he not playing that bad. No. Uh -uh. They just can't. They're not they're just not any good. So I think they get this one. By the way, they're not out of the hunt yet. No, absolutely they're not out. Um, which is sad, but, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they win. I think they get this one. Yep. All right. This one's pretty interesting. It the is. Rams are they're a weird team. They're three they're and a half point life. favorites. Yeah, they're three and a half point favorites at home against the Browns. Um, I don't know what you really want to say about the Browns. I, I think they're good, but I'm not sure. What do you think about this one? Well, anytime you you get the shaky situation at quarterback that they have, yeah, they're very vulnerable to get beat, as Denver showed them. Uh, the Rams are playing so much better. You know, they could get on a roll. Yeah. With the NFC already having any teams above 500. Big game for them. There'll probably be what, 10,000 LA fans there, I imagine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Rams to win. Yeah. I'll take, uh, I hate this one. Um, <laughs> give me, I'm going to take Cleveland plus three and a half in this one. Um, Joe Flacco going to start for the Browns. So this will be the fourth, <laughs> the fourth uh, quarterback for the Browns this year. Yeah, too bad, Cleveland. I could care less. All right, let's keep going here. Got three more to go. Uh, this is a great game. Eagles at the, or excuse me, 49ers at the Eagles. Uh, 49ers mm -hmm. are a three-point favorite here on the road against the 10-1 and one Eagles. So that tells you who Vegas thinks the best team in the league is, 49ers. Yep. What do you think, though? Do the 49ers actually go win this game is the question. They need to flip-flop these two, put the Chiefs Packers at 325 and 49ers and Eagles at yep. 720. I guess the Eagles can't play on Sunday night all the time. Uh, I love this Eagles team, don't you? They, do. just, they just win. Yep. And the Niners, I think, are better. I do overall. But I just think the, the Eagles just know how to win. They should have lost last week, but they didn't. I'm going to take the Eagles. I, 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 I don't think they should be that. I don't think they should be underdogs at home. 
Oh boy, that's a tough one for me. I I think I'm going to go San Francisco. I I just feel like they're they haven't the Eagles have played so many tough games here lately. And I just feel like, man, this is a really tough spot. San Francisco needs this win more than the Eagles do. I'm going to go San Francisco. I don't love it, but I think San Francisco minus three is the play here. I think they're going to go in there and beat them. So give me the 49ers. Two to go here. Chiefs and the Packers. Chiefs are six-point favorites on the road here in Green Bay. Green Bay coming off a big win. They could get yep. another one here and kind of be back in, in it, they, but will they? They're playing much, much better. Green yep. Bay is. One couple in a row, maybe three. Uh, catching the Chiefs at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> now the Chiefs played really well in the second half, I thought, at Vegas the other day. Uh, got some stuff going. Uh, again, got to figure out if Taylor's going to be there or not. But uh, I like the Chiefs to cover. Um, they hardly ever do, but I, I think they will in this one. Green Bay plus six for me. <laughs> I'm the, I don't think the Chiefs are very good. I really don't. I just don't. They they just. Yeah, but aren't you going to pick them to win the AFC? I don't. I don't think I can. Well, who are you going to pick? I think somebody will beat them. I don't know. It's not time for it's not time to pick that yet. I know, but right now I think Baltimore could beat them. Baltimore, if they get them in Baltimore, might be able to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Finally, uh Bengals and the Jaguars. This isn't well, it's pretty bad because the Bengals are horrible, but yeah. uh Jacksonville, eight point favorites here. What do you think? Well, at least the Bengals have an excuse. Yeah, well, yeah, no quarterback. They, yeah. they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Uh Jacksonville's Look at their home record, three and three. Of course, they had two home games <laughs> in London, right? Yeah. Where they won them both. Um, eight's a lot, but I don't think Cincinnati can score. I, they should cover this. I, 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 I'm going to take them to cover eight. I think you're right. I think Cincinnati's kind of done. Uh, they, God, they, 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 they can score more good. than ten. You think? Cincinnati? Maybe. I mean. Probably not though. No. no, couldn't Jacksonville score twenty? They, in, yeah, I do. I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. Jacks minus eight. I I think. God, I watched that Bengals game last week. Man, if they had a quarterback, they oh, they yeah. would have beat the Steelers. They yeah. just see the Steelers got lucky in that regard that they got them that week. Yep. That's the first week without Burrow. Yep. So well, Browning, if he gets better, maybe because the the. One thing I'll say, like, I, I don't think Cincinnati's, like, quit or anything like that. No, they won't. We'll see. All right. That's it. Um, I've got I've got a final thing for everybody. Oh, okay. I've got a, recommend, a show recommendation for, for everybody to watch. All right. It's called Bye Bye Barry. It's a documentary on Barry Sanders. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Man. I saw that good. advertised. That's good. Really? You haven't seen it? No. Bye bye Barry. Um, like where's he going? Well, like he he retired when he was 31 and oh so that's everybody. about why he retired at 31. Yeah, so it, it it talks about him coming up, him growing up, and then like the great seasons he had and how the Lions just were awful and and uh you know it, it's it's really <laughs> it's really good. Could he just could he, he's got tired of losing? Yeah. Um I, I think he's kind of a strange dude. He, he, he's strange, but when you kind of see 
how he was raised, how he grew up, you're like, yeah, okay, that's yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he's just from a small town, and he didn't, he just didn't care about media, and he didn't care about attention and records and stuff like that. He had no yeah worry of it. And one story I'll tell you it was really funny. So his offers out of high school were uh, uh, Tulsa, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. Um, that's the only three um, schools that offered him. Hmm. And his dad, and I didn't know this, his dad was a massive Oklahoma fan. Massive. Went to every did. game, loved him. I did know that. Begging him to walk on at Oklahoma. Please, yeah. you're making – because he committed to Oklahoma State. He said, please don't do it. Please don't. You're making a huge mistake. So Pat Jones, the coach of Oklahoma State, came to the house for signing day. They're doing a thing for signing day. And Barry's dad would not shake his hand. Is that right? And, and he's Barry Sanders said it was so embarrassing. Um, you know, he's, at the time, he said he looked right at Pat Jones and said, my son's making the biggest mistake of his life, <laughs> and I am not shaking your hand. <laughs> I, I have heard Barry Switzer say that was the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes he ever made. Oh, yeah. And, of course, wins a Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma State um, yeah. and uh, beat out uh, Troy Aikman and Rodney Pete were the other two. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, his dad was so pissed at him when he retired because his dad, man, he, he he loved to brag on him and and he was always at the games and stuff and but he said, well, I guess the one good news is I can go back to the, the Oklahoma games because I haven't been in 10 years because he'd oh. been following Barry around. So yeah. Didn't his dad sell cars? I think he was a handyman, if I want. Oh, I thought he was a car salesman. Yeah, I I, he may have been. Um, that, very well-liked guy in that community. They always said some nice stuff yeah. about him. So, um, What did Scott Mitchell say? Scott Mitchell was not in it. Um, Rodney Pete was in it, and uh, a couple of the offensive linemen were in it. Uh, what's what's that on? It's on uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Okay, is it like two hours or? Yeah, I'm just trying to see if I can stay awake. Um, actually, I think it's an hour and thirty minutes. I'm, I might make it. Yeah, his uh, uh, Gabe says Barry Sanders' 1988 stats at Oklahoma State were video game numbers. Oh, yeah. He has like twenty six thousand or twenty twenty six hundred yards. I mean, he was unbelievable. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. They were showing some of his highlights, and, and Heather wasn't really watching, but she'd glance up every once in a while. And she's like, "Oh my god, this guy! Oh. Like, I've never seen a guy run like that." I was like, "Yeah, yeah was no, good. me neither." He was good. Yeah, yep. It was. That's really good. You need to watch that for sure. All right. Um, I also stumbled on one more. Okay. You're probably not gonna like it because you don't like this guy as much as I do. But there's a 30 minute like. ESPN feature called Little Choices. It's about the Ryan Ryan O'Reilly and his family. Have you ever seen this? No, thirty minutes. It's thirty minutes long. You need to watch. It's called Little Choices. Ryan O'Reilly, uh, my favorite blue of all time. It's so I I just saw that he was on the cover. I thought, I wonder what this is. So it's a story of Ryan O'Reilly's from like a little town in Canada, like four thousand people, and the guy that runs the like the kids ice rink in Canada would always open up the ice when it was closed for O'Reilly for years. He said, and the guy would say like O'Reilly would show up at like six in the morning and leave at 10 at night type of thing. Just crazy. Anyway, what it's about is 
that guy gets a uh, has a kidney disease and needs a kidney or he's going to die. And Ryan O'Reilly's mother donated the kidney to this guy. Hmm. It was it was an it's an unbelievable story. It's like he couldn't get one, couldn't get one. And she they don't really have a relationship with the guy. It's just like, oh, I remember him. He always would open the ice for for Ryan, you know. Went through all this testing, all this stuff. They're like, yes, it's a match. She gives the kidney to the guy. It's incredible. Wow. What what's that on? Uh, I don't remember what that was on. No. Um, <laughs> Hulu, maybe, or Amazon Prime, maybe was on it. You just look up little choices. It's so good. Okay. It, if you don't like Ryan O'Reilly, you you will after that. It's I like Ryan O'Reilly. It's awesome. It's awesome. They lived in like a like a converted schoolhouse that they turned into their house so they could have foster kids. And they fostered, I think they said like 46 kids. Wow. Like they're incredible people. It's unbelievable. Anyway, those are the two I would recommend. So okay. All right. Anything else before we get off of here? Nope, I think we covered it. I'm not right. sure I've alienated all Arkansas fans. I don't really care. Yeah, we've lost a bunch of Arkansas people. Yeah. That's okay. It says Little Choices is on ESPN. It's a, ESPN did it. I watched it on um, oh, okay. Hulu. Okay. So I don't know if it's on Amazon Prime or not. But I, I just clicked on it because I thought, huh. That's Ryan O'Reilly. I wonder what that is. And I was like, it starts off with like, here's where he grew up. And this, here's this guy that's always open in the rink. And this guy's talking about how O'Reilly just was incredible, blah, blah, blah. And then it turned into that. I'm like, holy cow, this is, this is unbelievable. I can't believe this, you know? So yeah. Anyway. Okay. okay. I will. I think it might be on um, ESPN plus. It's great. Like his mom was just like, maybe that's where I saw it. ESPN plus anyway, but his mom was just like, they're like, why did you, why did you do this? You know, like give up a kidney and like, cause I get, I don't know like the details of like when you do that, but I, I think there's certain things you can't really do quite as well. Yeah. And she was like, why wouldn't I do it? And he's like, well, yeah, but you don't even really know this guy. He's like, he's, he was a neighbor and he needed help. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> it was like, wow, that's incredible. So. Yeah. I would like to like to meet her. Yeah, she's she's something. Now yeah, she was she was really good. Keep keep Corey Perry away from Bonnie O'Reilly. All right, that's <laughs> uh, all in this. She's Corey, you stay away from Bonnie. Come on. She's all right, we're old. getting out of here. He's too old for him. <laughs> Who knows? Corey's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know. We're just speculating. Curtis says, any thoughts on the rims and steak at Aqueduct on Saturday? You bet. Magic Mike show coming up at four o'clock. Mister Samich and I will be covering that late pick five there at Aqueduct. And then I'm guessing sometimes after uh, uh, after Magic Mike, uh, Jared and I will also be covering that on Blinkers Off. So a lot coming on or coming up on that. So Magic Mike coming up in a couple of hours. Blinkers Off probably sometime right after that. All right, we're getting out of here, guys. We will see you back here just a little bit later for Magic Mike and Blinkers Off. And Papa Dude and I will see you back tomorrow morning with more Dudes Who Bet Daily. All right, see you guys. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit.